Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Find Your Weekend. I am your host, Hannah, and I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for being here. Um, This is a very exciting launch for me. I've been kind of scheming on this for several months now, and I'm just happy that this is going out into the world. So if you listened to the first episode, you heard a little bit about sort of my backstory as a wedding photographer and how I sort of just transitioned out of that industry and I wanted to talk today about sort of the why behind why I left the the wedding industry um it was not like what you think it is where I was just like oh I don't like this anymore I'm just gonna find something new and then it was this magical pivot blah 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 uh no it was not it was not what I initially planned to do really by any means I okay so let's just start in 2018 So in 2018, I quit my full-time job, and around that same time, I signed up to advertise on two major wedding uh, advertising platforms, kind of under the assumption that this was going to help me grow my business, how this was going to help me get clients, etc. And that is exactly what happened. I started booking immediately and a lot. The first year that I was doing weddings full-time, I shot, I think, 30 weddings. The second year... I shot at 25. Things were going well, but I was using these advertising sites as such a heavy crutch that I my business really had no foundation on its own. Like all of my inquiries for the most part were coming from these sites and just to put it bluntly, I was not a good marketer. I also have lots of thoughts on these sites, both from like the bride perspective and from the vendor perspective. So I will create a separate episode about that. But yeah, so I basically, I was just using them as a crutch. I wasn't doing really any marketing work on my own and was, you know, thinking that me just like being an okay photographer was going to be enough for me to have, you know, six figure years and to be booked out all the time. And that just like was not reality at all that was unrealistic to expect that and my own fault for not um putting more of my time and energy into marketing efforts instead of like styled shoots and workshops and stuff so in 2019 I invested a ton of money in two things one was business coaching it was a group coaching program and it was like probably forty five hundred dollars or so And the second was a luxury wedding photography workshop in Paris. And this workshop was incredible. We stayed in a chateau in um, wine country in Paris. It was basically a luxury vacation with some really nice styled shoots mixed in. The education that was provided was amazing. Um, We got a sales course. We got courses from publishers to kind of you know share how you can get your weddings and your work published and it was an amazing time I don't regret spending that money at all but around that time I was priced for budget weddings I was not anywhere near the pricing that I should have been for clients who were uh, booking hundred thousand dollar weddings so I think that this first of all, like caused some confusion with my potential audience because here I was shooting on film and shooting these glorious scenes in Paris and, um, you know, workshops and whatever, where it was very intentional, very styled, 
but my pricing was just not my pricing did not match my work at all but because of my like poor marketing ability I couldn't just raise my prices to like five and ten thousand dollars because it just it wasn't going to work like that that's I didn't have any jobs to back it up I didn't have like a steady growth I I don't know I just wasn't really doing things right and at the time I didn't really know that I was doing it wrong and I will say that because of where I'm at now I don't regret necessarily doing what I did but it just it was not strategic at all so same time like early 2019 I'm planning my own wedding and house hunting and doing all this personal stuff that is taking up all of my like mental capacity and I basically stopped booking I had increased my pricing on these wedding websites and what I've noticed with these sites is that there is a sweet spot brides that are looking for vendors on these websites are typically in the like one to two dollar sign ranges on these sites they are not looking for brutally expensive vendors like that's not how luxury wedding photographers get work what luxury wedding photographers get jobs through planners they get jobs through referrals it's not coming from advertising sites so anyways i leave these workshops with the idea in my head that if I just crank my pricing up to $5,000 on all these sites that I'm going to get luxury weddings. And that was just not reality. <laughs> like the brides that are looking on these sites are not shopping in that price range. That's just that's just like what their how their target audience works. It's just how it is. So at that point like all of my bookings dropped off. I was not getting any inquiries. I wasn't converting the inquiries that I was getting like it just my business like literally took a shit and because I was so busy with um you know personal things that were going on I was just like well this is what it is and I was very upset about it like it was it was heartbreaking to see this business that I thought that I was doing so well at just completely fail but I luckily had already started building up this sort of network of lifestyle and branding clients and had this whole other brand that I was working on. And at that point, I sort of switched them over. So I had primarily been running Hannah Michelle Photography as a wedding photography business and was running Hannah Lozano Photography as a lifestyle and branding. Um, they had separate websites. They had separate, you know, everything. And I slowly, like, started using the Hannah Lozano Instagram more and eventually completely like retired from weddings and it was really good timing because come 2020 COVID happens and I saw so many of my vendor friends struggling to reschedule you know 25 30 weddings that they had booked for that year that ended up you know taking up a whole other year of their life without any extra income and it was just like a disaster it was so bad to watch um and I I think I only had like two or three weddings that year. And then I had a couple move from that year to the following year. But I think I shot two weddings in 2020 and two weddings in 21. And that was it. And I retired officially from wedding photography. So I definitely didn't want to come into this episode just bashing the wedding industry, saying how bad it was, how much I didn't like it, because it really you know, some of the clients that I had during that time in my business are amazing. Some of them have become my closest friends and like just amazing business connections. Um, 
Emily from Amave, Amave Studio. She did my branding and my website and everything for this um, most recent. I mean, she's done. She's actually done them all. But uh, she and I have just been working together nonstop. And I only know her because I shot her wedding. So it it wasn't all bad. And it wasn't the wedding industry's fault that I wasn't running a business the way that I should have. One thing about lifestyle and branding photography is that like I didn't have this advertising site, which is a whole separate conversation, but I didn't have this site to um, rely on. Like I, it truly became strategy and SEO and social media marketing and word of mouth and referrals and all of that stuff kind of combined together to create a successful business. And now I'm in this interesting period where I built this whole thing from scratch and, you know, had a business back in Atlanta that was basically running my life still, you know, part of what I didn't love about the wedding industry was that I did not have weekends and that's kind of where the name of this podcast came from, but I didn't have the same schedule that everyone else in my life had. So it was very isolating. It was hard. Um, And then once I transitioned fully over to lifestyle and branding photography, I still was shooting on the weekends and I there were often, you know, 10 to 15 day like stints where I'd have at least one shoot every single day. It was just like nonstop. So I get out to California and suddenly I have very little work. I am doing some product projects, but I'm not anywhere near as busy as I was back in Atlanta. And part of what I'm trying to do now is just like find the beauty in not working so much. One thing I I see this meme all the time where it's like I didn't want to work a nine to five anymore so I so I started my own business and now I work 24 7 and that is just the most truth that I've ever heard in a meme ever because there's it's really hard to you know set boundaries and create your structure and not work literally 24 7 but that's something that I'm trying to take with me into this new chapter of life I guess because while right now like there's not any work for me to be doing 24-7 I'm also like trying to not let that stress me out and I'm trying to just take it a day at a time and actually enjoy having time off and having time to like go outside and walk to a new neighborhood and go shopping somewhere new go to the park with my dog um, meet new people all of these different things that I didn't really get to do back home because I was working so much. And if that means, you know, for a little while making less money, I think that's okay. Um, There's a lot of pressure societally, especially for business owners and like within the business owner community to like make a certain amount of money or else you're not successful. And truthfully, I bought into that for a long time and I still have trouble like separating myself from that. And I feel like I talk about this with my therapist all the time. Like, my value does not come from how much money I make. And I think a lot of business owners have trouble with that um, because there's so much less quantitative and qualitative ways to like judge success when it's just you. Um, Back at, you know, nine to fives, you have performance reviews and you get a salary and you get a pay raise when you do well and you get bonuses and all these things that we don't get anymore because we are the whole company and the The money comes when it comes and it doesn't when it doesn't. So I just think that, I don't know, this kind of got off on a little bit of a tangent, but basically leaving the wedding industry was definitely the right thing for me, but it didn't, 
it wasn't the wedding industry's fault. And I will say that I'm in a much better place now that I have left it. But that's more so because I have found a little bit more balance. And I don't think that you have to completely abandon what you're doing and jump ship on a whole industry just to find that balance. I think it just takes a little bit of time and work. Um, so yeah, that's, that is where we're at today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, next week, I am going to be talking about CEO days and what that means for my business and how you can kind of make your own CEO day. So tune in next week, same time, same place. And if you guys enjoyed this, please, um, rate and review. It should be submitted to Apple Podcasts by now, but it might not be. But eventually when it is, would really um, appreciate your support. Share an episode on your Instagram, tag me, whatever. Um, I would love to know that you're listening and enjoying and I will catch you guys next week. Bye.